0: Hey, Esty Besties, welcome or welcome back to Sounds Like Spa, the podcast that is going to be covering all things treatments, trends, business, all the fun topics that are covering that are coming up in the spa industry. I'm your host, Maggie
1: Walker, Associate Managing Editor of Skin Inc. And I am joined by my lovely Associate Editor, Marissa. We're back (laughs) for our second episode. We're so excited. We loved filming Um, our first episode. It was so fun just to like sit down and have a chat. So we're back this week and I'm so excited. Yeah, we had so much fun the first time we thought we'd just do it again. Yeah, (laughs) might as well make it a
0: regular thing, right? Exactly. So this week we are going to be, we have a very fun topic. We're gonna be talking all about skinfluencers. I feel like people typically cringe when they hear that. So we're gonna do a deep dive in it and yeah, just get into that topic now. So before we actually get into the topic of skinfluencers, we wanted to introduce ourselves a little better. I realized in our pilot episode, we didn't really, pilot episode like we're a TV show, but we didn't really like talk about how we got into the industry and how we got to where we are today. And I feel like that's a question that I've I've gotten asked it a few times. And so I just wanted to share that aspect of our story. So I was really into like the skincare industry and the makeup industry. So when I found this job, I was incredibly incredibly excited. I've had an interesting kind of experience with my skin. Um, I started off when I was younger, I had very like normal skin, nothing crazy, nothing out of the woodwork. Uh, But my high school and my when I was in high school, I actually was diagnosed with PCOS. And before I was getting properly treated for it, my skin was like incredibly oily, cystic acne, acne prone. So I had to like, switch my whole mind concept about how I was treating my skin, how to take care of my skin. And then once I was getting treated for it, my skin went the exact opposite route and became like incredibly dry. Sahara desert dry. And we all know now that's kind of where I live. I'm a dry skin girly. <laughs> I say it all the time. But um, so again, I had to like refigure out how to take care of my skin because now I was super dry and I wasn't really experiencing cystic acne, but I still got some hormonal breakouts and things like that. Uh, and so that just got me into the skincare industry. And I just kind of did my own education and knowledge. Obviously, I've learned so much since I've started at Skin Inc., but I would say that's what kind of like got me really excited about this job because I started five years ago as a little baby assistant Mm -hmm. editor. And now I've, you know, worked my way to here. So I've obviously learned a lot and I've had a lot of fun in this industry and I love it. So that's like my little history and story about like how I got into the skincare industry. in a Mm -hmm. sense.
1: So for me, I actually found I come from a journalism background. Um, I went to school actually with the dream of writing for a magazine, so that's pretty cool. But if you ask me what my dream was, it was like living in a shoebox apartment in New York <laughs> writing about fashion, and now I live a house in Streamwood, <laughs> and I write about skincare. So I feel like so I'm close. pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um, but I found this job in, on Indeed, which, thank you, Indeed, Indeed, <laughs> Ad, basically. Um, and <laughs> I had no idea what it would lead me to. Um, I've loved skincare, wellness, anything like that. I've been watching YouTube videos since I was like in middle school on makeup routines, anything Mm -hmm. like that. So obviously I already took in a lot of that content. Um, And I thought I knew skincare before I got this job. But then I realized that I was introduced to an entire world that I had no idea existed. Um, And it's opened so many opportunities for me, so much information that I wouldn't have known if I didn't work for a professional background and now I know all the work that you guys do as estheticians, and I'm so excited to like share that information with you guys. And then also just, I don't know, I feel like it's like a conversation for consumers too, because I, as a consumer, want people to know that mm-hmm. there's like this whole world to skincare that's not being shared with you. Oh, yeah. um, and you'll only learn it by booking a monthly facial. So. Oh, <laughs> so, there you go. so yeah, that's my background. And obviously there's still so much to learn. I'm the associate editor. So obviously I, I still want to put a lot of effort and opportunities in and work my way up the same way Maggie has so yeah. it's been exciting and we're experiencing it together and you're doing great you're nice. amazing <laughs> but
0: yeah we I, I did like what you said about we want to get you guys to know us better and that way we can really become SD besties mm-hmm. minus the fact that we are not estheticians but <laughs> I will stick with that going forward um, but what's kind of interesting as you were talking and as you said like you watch the YouTube videos and stuff it kind of made me realize we both grew up on like the skinfluencer mm-hmm. before they were really called mm-hmm. skinfluencers but we grew up on like the influencer yeah. route of the diy stuff mm-hmm. of the 100%. youtube videos of people just mm-hmm. sharing their insights and i mean i know i'm a little older than you but it's i remember much. like youtube being like the oh, it, it was thing.
1: my main form of entertainment. It was
0: it was yeah, it was like absolutely I would watch I had all my 35, 45 yeah. minute videos. Oh, do you remember the get ready with me videos oh, though? Yeah. That weren't and like, I mean they're
1: still doing that today, but yeah. I think we took in a lot. It's not like safer because I don't want to be dramatic about it. But I just feel like everything is so like brand partnership driven now that you don't know what information you're taking in. Yeah. Whereas when it first started, they weren't given those same opportunities. So they were pushing things that they genuinely yes, exactly or not even pushing. They were just like showing what they do. Um. So I feel like it was a bit easier to digest. Whereas now you have to be a little bit more aware of the information you're taking in.
0: Well, exactly. Cause it was kind of like, the wild west in terms of like for the brands and stuff Mm -hmm. it was like the wild west where you know no one really started partnerships Mm -hmm. up until like a little bit later Mm -hmm. and stuff and so yeah i remember and i remember even being able to visualize the switch where all of a sudden you know someone who talked about all different brands mm-hmm. and all different things and tried a bunch of stuff all of a sudden like they were, were always one pushing this mm-hmm. one
1: brand all mm-hmm. the time and talking about this one and that was the only stuff they ever used in their yeah. videos and stuff but and so, I almost feel like that was easier because I feel like it when it first started they had to be very clear that it was like a sponsored post yeah whereas is now true. like I know that brands are technically still supposed to do that but you don't know like what someone has been paid to say or what someone has no. been told to push. it's a very getting, small you know, hashtag at the very yeah. bottom of the yeah. caption box that you're not even reading that says paid promotion. Yeah. And you estheticians know that. Like yeah. you guys know what you're seeing and what's true or what's false. So I feel like that's why it's an important conversation for us to speak about it. And I mean, we're probably giving you guys information that you know, but we definitely want to share how you guys can be skinfluencers influencers, like you guys, are the professional yes. viewpoint that we want shared with everybody. So I definitely think it's an important conversation to have. I agree, and I think that's like a great
0: segue into this kind of first thing of what makes a skin influencer, mm-hmm. because theoretically, you know, logically, what should make a skin influencer someone who's like educated and professional? The a <laughs> professional. They went to school for mm-hmm. it. You know, they they understand. The word skin physiology. They use the word skin physiology, <laughs> um, and that's not that's not usually what's no. making skin influencers nowadays. No. So, I guess when I look at a skin influencer, as scary as this is, I think the hard truth of it is anybody with a following could be mm-hmm. a skin influencer. Mm-hmm. Like
1: that's all it takes is to have a social media following. Yeah. You don't have to know what you're talking about. No. And now you can get like on the TikTok platform, which is a good and a bad thing. You have one video take off and you're a skinfluencer mm-hmm. like literally you have one video go viral and you get a following and then all of a sudden you've become a voice in this conversation which is a good and a bad thing i mean i'm all yeah. for like people having the opportunity to gain a following and i mean i'm an avid tiktok user i subscribe to many people I love TikTok. um so i i love hearing everybody's voices it's such a creative platform but i just think that there's a ton of information being presented that we have to teach people how to navigate.
0: And I think what, you know, what also to keep in mind about skin influencers, and I think the part that gets lost in translation that is like the most dangerous part, it's not that necessarily that they're not educated on it mm-hmm. because I like to believe in the integrity of people. I would like to think they're not just,
1: just
0: throwing out, out lies or information or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but it's that no one's skin is the same. I think that's what when you said that like I don't think that they're pushing out narratives that aren't true. They might be using a product that is literally amazing for their yeah. skin, but what skin influencers and a lot of consumer brands do is push out that there is this like all-in-one product that's going to solve all of your skin concerns or like for example, we've written about like jello skin. Or um, with moisture, what is it called? Moisture sandwiching. Oh, yeah, which yeah. they're really cool. New trends, new techniques. But that's not going to work for everybody. So it, it it's kind of dramatic to say it's dangerous. But when you have this influencer saying like, you need to try this moist, uh, moisture sandwiching and you have a skin type that doesn't mesh with that. Yeah. Then the consumer is going to be like, well, why didn't this work for me? This isn't right. This wasn't true. So, you know, I feel like, when i'm consuming skin influencing content they're not saying like oh only try this if you're this skin type like i feel like it's more like oh my god you need to try this which is basically all tiktok is and
0: it's like everything is the holy grail product Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. single thing is the holy grail product everything they have they're like this will completely change your skin and it could be like a seventy-five-dollar cream, mm-hmm. and you're and like, No, that
1: that's not true.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It might be true for someone who has that exact skin type, but I mean, let's all like take a moment of silence for the apricot scrub. Yeah, seriously. From, what is it? I'm skin glad we've all moved on from that. It
1: seems <laughs> like even though. There's misinformation, all of us as a population has agreed, <laughs> has agreed that we should move on from that.
0: The the apricot scrub is, is not the way to go no, for your skin, not. but I mean, that's a great example though. Mm-hmm. That was like such a hot product. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, bought it. I bought, I bought it. it. Are you kidding me? I think my mom bought it. Yeah. Like every single person I knew had it, had tried it, something mm-hmm. along those lines. And the worst part is honestly, and I don't know, I mean, again, I'm kind of old now, but I don't know if it's the same, Back then, if someone said something was a holy grail product, I bought it. I bought it and I used it. And if it mm-hmm. didn't work for my skin, I kept yeah. using it. I wouldn't waiting. give it up. You're I was like, waiting. It, exactly. It just
1: hasn't kicked in yet.
0: And I feel like that's also like a fear I have is I know people, at, at least younger consumers, mm-hmm. will give it their all, especially if it's something they invested in. Mm-hmm. They're gonna give it their all and they're gonna keep trying mm-hmm. it and keep like waiting. Or I feel like, you know, if it doesn't work for them, a lot of people end up they're being spending, like, I'm a lost exactly, cause. It. Yeah, exactly. They're like, I, I'm a lost cause instead mm-hmm. of like, or they're over consuming and not using it. And a, a huge problem that I didn't even think about. And I'm actually really, really guilty of this. Don't judge me. Um, using a lot of skincare products from different brands Mm -hmm. and the ingredients specifically don't mesh well together. Which
1: is something that I didn't know until I started here. Mm -hmm. I I always tell Maggie, like, we obviously get to try a lot of different skincare here. And most of them, all of them come from professional brands, but sadly Mm -hmm. my skin responds to simplicity, which is the case with a lot of people. So I'm always like, before this job, I was never aware, but now I always am like, here's the layering. Here's the routine that I need to apply these products in. And I feel like that's not known amongst the general public of yeah. applying skincare, which definitely now it's being pushed more because we have skin influencers who are estheticians and who have the correct information that they should be sharing, but definitely needs to happen more. I feel like. Yeah. Agreed. A hundred percent. And it
0: just stinks that like, cause like you said, we do, we have great mm-hmm. professional skin influencers mm-hmm. and it just stinks that they're like, it's such a saturated market mm-hmm. of skin influencers that mm-hmm. it's like they kind of get pushed to the side. Hi guys, we're gonna take a quick break to just bring up our May issue is gonna be coming out in a couple weeks. And if you have not subscribed, definitely make sure to subscribe. In May, we're actually gonna be covering hyperpigmentation, uh, body treatments, and self-care. So just a little sneak peek into some of the stuff we cover. We cover uh, sun care for people of color we cover LED body treatments and for self care we actually cover some wellness trends that are coming up and or that are like currently really hot and happening in the market so again just a little friendly plug a little shameless plug and reminder to definitely subscribe so you can stay up to date on all the content that we're bringing to you all right so we're going to kind of move into a little bit something that when i was planning the, this podcast and and thinking about it and thinking about the topic and and how I wanted to approach it. Something that kind of stuck out that I never really realized until I thought about it. And we touched on this a little bit with, like, the YouTube videos mm-hmm. and, and where that's gone now. But the evolution of a skinfluencer. Because if you really think about it, where it all really started was celebrity endorsements. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was something else I remember growing up, especially with Proactive. Proactive had yeah. everybody. They, they had everybody. And, it. I mean, I know now, like, recently they've had Kendall Jenner and stuff. But I swear I mean, growing
1: up. Everybody is still doing celebrity endorsements. Oh, yeah. But I feel like because we didn't have, like, all of the content that we're taking in today, that celebrity endorsement was, like, a big deal. Yeah. You know? It was like Justin Bieber uses Uses this. this. So.
0: And they would remember, I don't know if you remember this, but remember they would, like, sit on the infomercial and mm-hmm. be like, this has changed
1: my skin. Mm-hmm. They were always wearing, like, a white t-shirt. They always have
0: a white t- <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. They always had a white t-shirt, and it was just, like... Like a interview style, like zooms in mm-hmm. on them and they're like, "This changed my skin," and they have like the most pictures beautiful of acne, yeah. and
1: then pictures of yeah, for sure, and the most
0: beautiful skin you've ever seen, and it looks airbrushed and perfect. But I feel like that's where like skin influencers mm-hmm. really start. That's where I would say skin influencers of taking it out of the realm of the professional, mm-hmm. like truly, truly started, because they would endorse. I mean, Proactive is the one that comes to mind, um, probably because I have a horror story I don't <laughs> of <know>. like I. <laughs> I tried it when I was in when I was in the depths of my cystic acne, PCOS, all of that super fun experience of my life. Um, I tried proactive and I got chemical burns. It burned my. It felt I mean, like it I was had so harsh. It was so harsh, and I felt like I. And then for years, I thought I had sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. And until I started going to professionals, they're like, you don't have sensitive skin. No. You
1: were just using just, products that were. That
0: just chemically
1: burned your skin. Yeah, I definitely used it too. Um, but I guess the good thing for me was that I was young and I didn't do things regularly. So <laughs> I don't know if I used the products enough to their capabilities where they even made a difference. I've, I've been lucky, lucky to be blessed with decent skin except i usually break, break out like around my time of the month yeah um but yeah, it kind almost. of like heals you know i i've always been i i used to use what is um The like one, I I don't know if it was from Neutrogena, but it was like a silver and a purple bottle and it like dries out. Oh, uh, oh, I was a big fan of Mario Badescu drying lotion. That was my, like, I still don't, I might stand by that still. Like I might be a stand for that. I (laughs) I don't know if that's controversial, but I mean, I love, like, I feel like we've kind of um, moved on to like hero pimple. Um, I think that's the brand like Pimple Patches. Oh, the Pimple Patches? I've actually never I tried, tried from, I literally come into the office with it on my face. I don't know if you <laughs> stop. have stop. Do you really? Yeah, because they are really clear and you just like sleep with them overnight. And I mean, they work beautifully. I feel like now I also want to try
0: them. I just haven't.
1: The Yonka Spot. I was going to say, I don't
0: know what it, I have never in my life, and I mean, I will say that I've mainly used like drugstore brands of them. I've never found like a pimple spot treatment that i feel like actually oh you should try those the patches are amazing i want to try the patches but i feel like i've never had one that actually like helps not only like heal but like helps like heal Mm -hmm. heal it and like do all of that jazz and the yanka is like the first
1: one i've ever used i think that i feel like
0: makes a difference
1: does a good job of spot like treating and then healing because the pimple patches are not healing That's just like taking that sucker and frying it out as much as possible. Like, it's definitely um, satisfying to peel it off and see everything that it pulled out. Um, But I think Yanka has more of like a treatment and then it's not like over-treating it to where it becomes like this dry scab.
0: Well, because I remember too, because I think it's got like a couple different oils in there. Mm -hmm, And I remember when I saw that. amazing. But I remember when I saw that, I was like... I don't know how this is going to work, but mm-hmm. it really does. It, it like, I, I heals it and treats
1: it. I I actually really, really love it. I think now it's very apparent what is someone influencing you to buy something and what is, like, yeah. genuine. Well, and you know what
0: drives me nuts? This is a
1: hot take, guys. Get ready.
0: Buckle up. Let's this is a hot it. take. It drives me crazy when you see someone like J.Lo, who has their own brand. Mm-hmm. I love J.Lo. Don't come me wrong. I mean, yeah. But J.Lo, who has their own brand, or... um. Like, Sydney Sweeney, and she's doing, like, the lineage. Uh, yeah. The and line what's, what stinks is it's really sucking me in. I really mm-hmm. want to try it's the brand, marketing. actually. don't know really, what they're doing. But it drives me nuts that you, like, sit there and think that, like, this is what, what gives them this beautiful skin. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's no way that J-Lo's yeah. not getting 78 facials in, yeah. like, a day. 100%. Like, you know what I
1: mean? They look great because they're doing things that we're, we know yeah. everybody should be doing. Um, but they're not pushing that, you know, Which, sadly.
0: Honestly, comment. Does it drive you guys nuts when you see celebrities talk about their amazing skin and they give no
1: shout-outs to an no, esthetician? nothing. It's never like, no way. I look this way because I get facials. It's always like, I look this way because I used this product. Yeah. But, I mean, as crazy as
0: it is, I feel like between the celebrities and the influencers, influencers mm-hmm. will show themselves going to the spot. Yeah. I feel like of, of them, celebrities are always like, because well, they're making money off of it. So. Yes, they're always like they—they they never give a shout out to the rest. Of, and I'm like, there's no way you're gonna convince me when something like called get to my med <laughs> right <laughs> when something literally when there has been a treatment that is called the red carpet facial, you're not gonna convince me celebrities don't get facials. Mm-hmm. Like there's sure. literally so many treatments out there that are designated and designed and like cultivated around the idea of events, and they're when almost like always called celebrity or like they're almost always called like red carpet facials and stuff. And that's my hot take. It drives me nuts. I don't it, think that's a hot take at all. It's <laughs> a so <very> Really?
1: Much, <laughs> it's some
0: cool tea I'm serving. I'm serving iced tea it, today. We don't
1: need, it's getting warmer outside. We don't need the piping hot tea. We just need the cool tea for today. Just the cool tea. But I don't know. It drives me crazy. I think you're right.
0: I think a lot of people would agree with me, mm-hmm. but it drives me nuts. I'm like, just give them a shout out. Just be honest. Well, and it's not even okay. Fine, you don't want to give them a shout out. I mean, that's your prerogative. But
1: like, just be honest. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and say it's genetics. Yeah. Glow. Okay, we're coming. We're circling back to J Lo because she did do a partnership with Hydro Facial for her J Lo Glow Boosters. That is true, so. and it
0: was really nice. I got
1: that. Yeah, I got she that got got to, And we, I, like, saw the launch party and everything for it. So there it is. the celebrity that's doing a, a collaboration with it. Sorry, J-Lo. We came at you. <laughs> Sorry, J-Lo.
0: <laughs> we love you. Don't cancel us.
1: <laughs>
0: I do think the nice thing is that with, like, kind of like the social media influencers, like, doing it more and, like, showing it more, I feel like there has been a surge where, like, people are owning up more mm-hmm. to, like, like, the treatments and the stuff that they do and, and stuff like that. But I still feel like... It just needs part. to be
1: pushed forward yeah. a
0: little bit. It needs to be like shown that you guys should be the skin influencers because yeah. you went to school for this. Um, I feel like that kind of
1: segues us into our next topic of who should is, be who should be <laughs> who should be skin influencers. Um, which obviously it's you guys for sure. Um, it's like beneficial for you guys in so many ways. You're obviously wanting to have a brand and a social media presence, like yeah. as an esthetician. Um, but it's just getting the correct information out there, which is what everybody's pushing for. So it puts you at the forefront. You're the person who is the professional that people should be going to, but it also is sharing you and your brand and giving your social media personality. Yes. And and it's an opportunity for you to be one of the faces that's mixed in with the rest of the misinformation that you can Absolutely. Find. So.
0: And I mean, even more so, like just staying on top of, what people are pushing Mm -hmm. and saying can Mm -hmm. just help you to educate your clients and like set yourself like for sure you may not be a skin influencer to the whole
1: world but to your client base you are you
0: are you are their even so like
1: um we just posted an online exclusive with alex hernandez from face reality and she literally broke down tiktok trends and gave her professional advice on them and i think that's such a cool content idea for you guys where it's like here's what you are taking in on social media and here's a professional's advice on it because there was a few trends where she's like, yeah, I love this. Like this is yeah. moving in a cool direction, but here's like maybe what it means for like a professional skin treatment or should you see me or should you buy this product type thing? Yeah. So I definitely feel like that's a cool opportunity to be a skin influencer in a new way almost. hundred percent. And sometimes I
0: feel like even the trends that come around, they're not like,
1: new concept mm-hmm. i remember yeah oh, they gosh. just have a new name
0: they just have a new name mm-hmm. i remember it was like two maybe three years ago even uh it was magnesium baths and all it was was an epsom salt bath yeah that's all that's, but that was the like whole thing but they one. had a, a whole new pretty name and so mm-hmm. it was kind of like a really good opportunity to kind of call mm-hmm. out your bath salts and yeah. like the stuff like that in your spa and so i don't know it's just like i feel like a lot of the times when you really break down the meat of a trend mm-hmm. it's like something that a lot it's of estheticians will be like Mm-hmm. we've been doing
1: that for which, years which i mean trends are that in general true be very real. true it's all just a cycle through of older things
0: so sometimes it's really like the skin fluence mm-hmm. part is really centered around a product mm-hmm. specifically and they throw everything at mm-hmm. it and a really good way to kind of stay on top of that is if you have better skincare options mm-hmm. and your client is a good candidate for it like show them that be like hey for sure you know, I know that this is going around, but but let me tell you, like, this is even better. Or I know this is going around. If you're using that at home, like these are
1: some treatments that we can really pair with that type of home care. I feel like a lot of influencers are pushing like Drunk Elephant or very expensive. So that's where the professional can come in and be like, hey, I know Drunk Elephant is really trendy, but this can actually help your skin and it's a little bit cheaper. You know, like you can definitely make that work in the opposite effect as well. Because sometimes things take off because they look pretty, but not because they're affected. Hi guys, we're taking another quick break to talk to you guys
0: about our upcoming spa conference and event and expo that we're so excited for. It is Face and Body. I'm sure, I hope you guys have heard of it. But the really big news that this year is we are moving it to Sacramento, California. Um, or, as our editor-in-chief and conference director likes to call it, sack of tomatoes. <laughs> so, but we are, we are moving it to Sacramento, California. It's going to be a super fun new environment. Uh, the theme this year is nature and spa, which kind of pairs perfectly with our yeah. April issue. So make Triple sure to also out. check that out. <laughs> uh, but we have some really awesome speakers coming to you. We have edutainment coming from the Skin Inc. Live stage and we will have all of the shopping you could ever dream for. Mm-hmm. So All in one. Yeah, all in one. All in one conference, guys. <laughs> but definitely make sure to check out more about Face and Body and the new location. And see, we've written some fun articles about all the things you can do in Sacramento. So don't miss out.
1: This is something you won't want to miss. And next, we're going to get into how you guys can share with your following that you guys are the Skin Influencer that they should be listening to. And following your content and all everything that you need to know about making it known that you are the professional
0: first things first um this may seem incredibly obvious and you may be like duh but one of the top ways you can kind of set yourself as the skin influencer as the expert in your field and show your clients that and show consumers that is genuinely to tell them uh tell them you're an esthetician tell them you're a professional in this field don't back
1: down like don't be scared don't feel
0: like Don't feel like you can't hold a candle to the skin influencers. You know. But you're the
1: one who's different. Like you're not in that entire pool of skin influencers. You are the professional. Yeah, exactly. So you already have something that sets you apart. 100%.
0: You are the professional. Remind them you're the professional. Remind them of your education, what you have, your expertise, all of that. So tell them. Yeah, of course. Tip one.
1: (laughs) Um, For tip two, we want to make sure that you guys are always sharing your testimonials. You guys put in so much hard work. You work on so many clients, so use those clients to share their experience with yeah. you. Um, that promotes that you are the professional, and then it also is just good on you. You you put a lot of hard work into everything you're doing, so it's not a bad thing to take a little credit for what you've been working on, and that shows your followers, your clients, that you are the person to go to and listen to on anything that comes to skincare.
0: Absolutely, 100%. And even, I know it can be hard to remember to do it, but before and afters are huge mm-hmm. with sharing, like... And it's just an opportunity for social media. For awesome sure. opportunity for social media, especially Those if you have volumes. a client that like is in like a whole treatment plan that's like mm-hmm. multiple treatments for multiple weeks and stuff like that. Make the take most before out of and after. It. Yeah, really use that to your benefit and your advantage, and you know the results will speak for themselves. So tip number three is going to be to highlight your qualifications. So this means you know your continuing education credits that you're getting. The degree you got your if you have like a like a degree, like hang it up somewhere, mm-hmm. you know, put it somewhere in your office show, or like
1: even explain to your social media followers what that certification is. yeah, you know,
0: and you know what you had to do. I mean, it's hours, guys. Mm-hmm. You put in hours and that's just before you can get certified. Mm-hmm. And then once you're certified, that's your job. Like and you're doing you, it every day. You
1: could be certified in something. That's exactly what your client is dealing with, or that mm-hmm. follower is dealing with. So they're like, Oh, that is literally an expert in what I want solved. hundred percent. So again, it's kind of like shamelessly
0: plug yourself. Mm-hmm. Like shame They all do it. <laughs> like, they all do it. <laughs> and they <laughs> and they don't have an education background. Yeah. Like they don't have so a background plug of education. For sure. So yeah. Shamelessly plug yourself and absolutely like showcase your qualifications, what you've done, your expertise. And again, it kind of falls into testimonials too, yeah. because that's kind of your work. That's like they all your do. portfolio, for sure. if you will.
1: Even for tip number four, which is we want you guys to always share your expertise. It kind of goes with all of those things. If you are an expert or a specialist in a specific area, make that known. Mm-hmm. Especially too, like backpacking off of trends. Like if you are an expert in anti-aging or you feel like you have a specific expertise within something that could piggyback off of a trend, that's like already putting you in a different category from everybody else. Because you're not just talking about the trend, you're discussing that trend, but how you are an expert in it. And here's my professional opinion on it. So you're definitely going to always want to share anything that you feel like you specialize in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so for the last tip, tip number five, we are going to say
0: continue your education. Um, this isn't necessarily like a full on plug of telling people like you're not going to go up to your clients and be like, I finished three continuing education hours. <laughs> I put in these hours. I put in these hours and you're not going to do that. But continuing your education will just continue to um, elevate. I was going to yeah. say heavily. It's that's also a like a
1: fun. I keep saying this, but a fun social media opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. a shameless plug for us. If you attend our face and body show, get that coverage. Get yeah. it, make a video of you attending it. Not only is it just a cool opportunity to show what you're doing, but it's also showing to your followers that you're doing things to stay up with the industry. Yeah. That you know what's happening in skincare because you're doing the things that are staying ahead of it. Absolutely. And
0: you know, there's a lot to learn in this industry and there's so much that constantly continues to advance and change and our knowledge of it continues to become more and more vast. So continue your education. Shameless plug for face and body. We (laughs) do have advanced education classes (laughs) that give you CE credits, (laughs) (laughs) but no, but really, um, continuing education. I mean, I feel like everybody says it, but, and it's not just going to the events, uh, go to face and body. It would be awesome. (laughs) But it's not just that it's, you know, reading the articles, you know, checking out the newsletters, Mm -hmm. like staying up to going to the webinars, like those types of things,
1: like just staying up to date as much as possible. Um, Which is a lot of what you guys are already doing.
0: Yeah, 100%.
1: 100%. But it's also another opportunity to share that you guys are doing those things. Absolutely. So those would be our top five tips. One more quick
0: rundown. Um, I have them written out, so I'm gonna read them so I don't mistake. (laughs) Write this down. Write this down. (laughs) (laughs) Top five tips, one more time. Tell them and remind them you're the professional. Promote your testimonials. Highlight your qualifications. Consistently share your expertise and continue your education. And we are going to wrap the show up. It's not, I mean, ideally, I would love to wrap everyone up with a game. This one's not as much a game as more of like our opinion, but we're going to do a quick little pro con rundown. So I'm going to say what I think my top pro and con are for skin influencers, And then Marissa's going to share hers. Mm-hmm. So I would say my top pro is that it's getting the conversation around skincare and skin health really going. And it's really amped it up. Uh, to the point where consumers now have questions, which are great, instead of just trying to figure it out on their own. And they're learning more about taking care of their skin and even more about a home care regimen. I feel like when I first started five years ago, that was almost like something you had to like, I mean, and you still have to hammer it into your clients, but I feel like it was aggressive. Like you had to let them know about home care no matter what. And now I feel like the pro of influencers is that people are becoming a lot more aware of home care, taking care of your skin at home, and just skin health in general and starting the conversation of that. Um, My con is that it's also opened up an avenue um, of kind of DIY skincare, but in like a whole new way. It's not just DIY skincare, it's the holy grail products of like buying a bunch of products, like one hit wonder products that you're just hoping will work for your skin and kind of mixing and matching a bunch of like ingredients and stuff that don't necessarily go together just because your favorite skin influencer told you that this worked for them. So that would be my top
1: pro and my top con. And mine's definitely similar in the way that I feel like my top pro is that if you have information that you want to share, um, platforms like TikTok are the best opportunity to get it in front of the most amount of people. I don't think that we've ever had a platform where you can have something take off and then you gain a following. And if it's in the right hands, that's amazing. Like, you have a platform to share information. Um, so I definitely think that it's important for you to look into how you can become a skin influencer and do what you can on your social media to promote the right information. But in that same hand, I feel like my con is that if it's in the wrong hands, it obviously is just spreading misinformation. We obviously know that there's no one size fits all to skincare and a lot of Skinfluencing feels like that. Um, it's a lot of pushing like this product solved all my problems, which you guys know isn't true. Um, I mean, it could be true for the right skin type, but I think that having you guys as the frame of reference for everybody um, just promotes the correct information. And that's a real opportunity for you guys. I I just think it's such an awesome opportunity to set yourself apart from the Mm -hmm. mass amount of content that is produced. It's really easy. You guys already did everything you need to do to be that professional and to be what sets you apart. You just need to share that so I hope you guys enjoyed coming along with this little <laughs> journey
0: of what makes a skinfluencer. Um Give us, let us know, like leave us comments, tell mm-hmm. us what you think. And um, if you have
1: any topics that you'd like for us to talk about, we're all ears. Like yeah. seriously, we obviously have some plans for things that we'd love to discuss with you guys, but if but there's if you anything, have any questions, any topics that you would love to be chatted about, yeah. then we're here. Absolutely.
0: And, um, let us know some of your guys' favorite skin influencers if you have mm-hmm. any. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, you have a
1: couple that you Well, love. I mean, because I do social media for our brand, I definitely follow a few. Um, I love the Dallas Estitution. I love the Dallas She's amazing. Um, Beauty by Tiffany, I believe, is her Instagram handle. But she does amazing just, like, curated reels on the benefits of specific things. So I love following her out as well. Um, there's a few other ones. We could even list it in the show notes, possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, share your favorite skin influencers. But yeah, us tell us well. who your
0: favorites are uh, mm-hmm. and we'll go check them out. But thank you guys again so much for watching. If you liked this, uh, make sure to follow. Let We're going to be, yeah, let <laughs> us know and make sure to follow and subscribe and all of that good stuff. Cause we are going to be pushing out these every other week. So two mm-hmm. a month on the Thursday. So the first and third Thursday of every on month you will be hearing a whole bunch from us. So yeah, thank you guys again so much for watching and we will talk to you next time. See you next week.